Today is the 8th of August, 2019. Welcome to Walking the Way. My name is Ray. I want to say thank you to everyone for listening in as we continue to explore what it means to have a regular rhythm of worship together. It's a beautiful, looking like a really lovely sunrise this morning here in West Yorkshire. I hope that your day will be as pleasant as my day looks like it's going to be. If you're joining us for the very first time, let me say thank you and welcome. And let me explain that each episode follows a really simple pattern of prayer, scripture and music. So having explained how it all works, let's start today's leg of walking the way. We begin with our opening prayer, so let's pray, shall we? Alpha and Omega Jesus Christ, the author and finisher of our faith, we invite you to start today with us. We cannot do anything except that your presence comes. So come, O Lord, with your Spirit and fill this time with your glory. Accept our prayer and our worship. Let everything we do today be divinely orchestrated from heaven. Open the windows of heaven and bless us abundantly and let your joy overflow through all the days of our lives. We ask this in Jesus' name. Amen. We're going to have our first piece of music to give us some time to center our thoughts on God. And then we're going to get into our Bible readings for today. And in today's Bible readings, we read more about Jeroboam. And Jesus talks about John the Baptist. We'll see you on the other side. Let's ask God to speak to us through the scriptures this morning. Father, show us who you are through the words on these pages. Reveal to us who you are through the words that we hear. 
We ask this in Jesus' name. Amen. Our Bible readings this week are taken from the God's Word translation, and we begin with 1 Kings 13.14. A man of God from Judea had come to Bethel. When he arrived, Jeroboam was standing at the altar to offer a sacrifice. By a command of the Lord, this man condemned the altar. Altar, altar. This is what the Lord says. There will be a son born in David's family line. His name will be Josiah. Here on you, Josiah will sacrifice the priests from the illegal worship sites who offer sacrifices on you. Human bones will be burned on you. That day the man of God also gave them a miraculous sign, saying, This is the sign that the Lord will give you. You will see the altar torn apart. The ashes on it will be poured on the ground. When King Jeroboam heard the man of God condemning the altar in Bethel, he appointed to the man across the altar. Arrest him, he said. But the arm that he used to point to the man of God was paralyzed so that he couldn't put it back. The altar was torn apart, and the ashes from the altar were poured on the ground. This was the miraculous sign the man of God performed at the Lord's command. Then the king asked the man of God, Please make an appeal to the Lord your God and pray for me so that I can use my arm again. So the man of God made an appeal to the Lord, and the king was able to use his arm again as he had earlier. The king told the man of God, Come home with me, have something to eat and drink, and I shall give you a gift. The man of God told the king, Even if you gave me half your palace, I would never go with you to eat or drink there. When the Lord spoke to me, he commanded me not to eat or drink, or go back on the same road I took. So the man of God left on another road, and didn't go back on the road he'd taken to Bethel. An old prophet was living in Bethel. His sons told him everything the man of God did in Bethel that day, and the exact words he'd spoken to the king. When they told their father, he said to them, Which road did he take? His sons had seen which road the man of God from Judah had taken. The old prophet told his sons, Saddle the donkey for me. After they saddled the donkey for him, he got on it. He went after the man of God and found him sitting under an oak tree. The old prophet asked him, Are you the man of God who came from Judah? Yes, he answered. Come home with me and eat a meal, the old prophet replied. The man of God said, I'm not allowed to go back with you. I'm not allowed to eat or drink with you. When the Lord spoke to me, he told me not to eat or drink there or go back on the road I took to get there. The old prophet said, I am also a prophet like you. An angel spoke the Lord's word to me. He said, Bring him home with you that he may have something to eat and drink. But the old prophet was lying. The man of God went back with him and ate and drank in his home. When they were sitting at the table, the Lord spoke his word to the old prophet who had brought back the man of God. The Lord also called to the man of God. He said, This is what the Lord says. You rebelled against the words from the Lord's mouth and didn't obey the command that the Lord your God gave you. You came back, ate and drank at this place about which he told you don't eat or drink there. This is why your dead body will not be allowed to be placed in the tomb of your ancestors. After the old prophet had something to eat and drink, he saddled the donkey for the prophet whom he had brought back. The man of God left. A lion found him as he travelled on the road and killed him. His dead body was thrown on the road. The donkey and the lion were standing by the body. People who passed by saw the body lying on the road and the lion standing by the body. 
they talked about it in the city where the old prophet was living. When the old prophet who brought the man of God back from the road heard about it, he said, It's the man of God who rebelled against the words from the Lord's mouth. The Lord gave him to the lion. It tore him to pieces and killed him as the Lord's word had told him. Then the old prophet told his sons to saddle his donkey for him, so they did. He found the body of the man thrown on the road. He also found the donkey and the lion standing beside it. The lion had not eaten the body, nor had it torn the donkey to pieces. The old prophet picked up the body of the man of God, laid it on the donkey and brought it back. He came to his own city to mourn for him and to bury him. He laid the body of the man of God in his own tomb and mourned over the man, saying, Oh no, my brother, my brother. After he'd buried the man of God, he said to his sons, When I die, bury me in the tomb where the man of God was buried. Lay my bones behind his bones. The things that he announced by the command of the Lord against the altar in Bethel and all the illegal worship sites in the city of Samaria will happen. Even after this, Jeroboam didn't change his evil ways, but he once again made some men priests for the illegal worship sites. He took all who were willing and appointed them to be priests at the worship sites. Appointing illegal priests became the sin of Jeroboam's family, so that it had to be destroyed and wiped off the face of the earth. At that time, Abijah, son of Jeroboam, got sick. Jeroboam told his wife, Go to Shiloh, but disguise yourself so that the people do not recognize you as my wife. The prophet Ahijah, who told me I would be king of these people, is there. Take ten loaves of bread, some raisins, and a jar of honey with you, and go to him. He will tell you what will happen to the boy. Jeroboam's wife did this. She left, went to Shiloh, and came to the home of Ahijah. Ahijah couldn't see. His eyesight had failed because he was old. However, the Lord told Ahijah, Jeroboam's wife is coming to ask you about her son who is sick. When she comes, she will pretend to be someone else. He also told Ahijah what to say to her. Ahijah heard her footsteps when she came into the room. He said, Come in. You're Jeroboam's wife. Why are you pretending to be someone else? I've been told to give you some terrible news. Tell Jeroboam, this is what the Lord God of Israel says. I picked you out of the people, and I made you a leader of my people Israel. I tore the kingdom away from David's heirs and gave it to you, but you've not been like my servant David. He obeyed my commands and faithfully followed me by doing what I considered right. You have done more evil things than everyone before you. You made other gods, metal idols for yourself. You made me furious and turned your back to me. This is why I will bring disaster on Jeroboam's house. I will destroy every male in his house, whether slave or free man in Israel. I will burn down Jeroboam's house. It will burn like manure until it is gone. If anyone from Jeroboam's house dies in the city, dogs will eat him. If he dies in the country, birds will eat him. The Lord has said this. Get up. Go home. The moment you set foot in the city, the child will die. All Israel will mourn for him and bury him. He is the only one of Jeroboam's family who will be properly buried. He was the only one in Jeroboam's house in whom the Lord God of Israel found anything good. The Lord will appoint a king over Israel. That king will destroy Jeroboam's house. This will happen today. 
It will happen right now. The Lord will strike Israel like cattails which shake in the water. He will uproot Israel from this good land which he gave his ancestors. He will scatter them beyond the Euphrates rivers because they have dedicated poles to the goddess Asherah and made the Lord furious. So the Lord will desert Israel because of Jeroboam's sins, the sins which he led Israel to commit. Jeroboam's wife got up, left, and went to Terza. When she walked across the threshold of her home, the boy died. All Israel buried him and mourned for him as the Lord had said through his servant the prophet Ahijah. Everything else concerning Jeroboam, his wars and his reign, is written in the official records of the kings of Israel. Jeroboam ruled for twenty-two years, then he lay down in death with his ancestors. His son Nadab succeeded him as king. Rehoboam, son of Solomon, ruled Judah. He was forty-one years old when he began to rule. He ruled for seventeen years in Jerusalem, the city that the Lord chose from all the tribes of Israel, the city where the Lord put his name. Rehoboam's mother was an Ammonite woman named Nama. The people of Judah did what the Lord considered evil. Their sins made them more angry than anything their ancestors had done. They built worship sites for themselves and put up large stones and Asherah poles to worship on every high hill and under every large tree. There were even male prostitutes in the temples of idols throughout the land. The people of Judah did all the disgusting practices done by the nations that the Lord had forced out of the Israelites' way. In the fifth year of Jerehoboam's reign, King Sheshak of Egypt attacked Jerusalem. He took the treasures of the Lord's temple and all the royal palace. He took them all. He took all the gold shields Solomon had made. So King Rehoboam made bronze shields to replace them and put them by the entrance to the royal palace where the captains of the guards were stationed. Whenever the king went into the Lord's temple, guards carried the shields and then returned them to the guardroom. Isn't everything else concerning Rehoboam, everything he did, written in the official records of the kings of Judah? There was a war between Rehoboam and Jeroboam as long as they lived. Rehoboam laid down in death with his ancestors and was buried with them in the city of David. His mother was an Ammonite woman named Nama. His son, Abijam, succeeded him as king. Matthew 11 after Jesus finished giving his twelve disciples these instructions, he moved on from there to teach his message in their cities. When John was in prison, he heard about the things Christ had done, so he sent his disciples to ask Jesus, Are you the one who is coming, or should we look for someone else? Jesus answered John's disciples, Go back and tell John what you hear and see. Blind people see again. Lame people are walking. Those with skin diseases are made clean. Deaf people hear again. Dead people are brought back to life. And poor people hear the good news. Whoever doesn't lose his faith in me is indeed blessed. As they were leaving, Jesus spoke to the crowds about John. What did you go into the desert to see? Tall grass swaying in the wind? Really? What did you go see? A man dressed in fine clothes? Those who wear fine clothes are in royal palaces. Really? What did you go to see? A prophet? Let me tell you that he is far more than a prophet. Jesus is the one about whom the scripture says, 
I am sending my messenger ahead of you to prepare the way in front of you. I can guarantee you this truth. Of all the people ever born, no one is greater than John the Baptizer. Yet the least important person in the kingdom of heaven is greater than John. From the time of John the Baptizer until now, the kingdom of heaven has been forcefully advancing, and forceful people have been seizing it. All the prophets and Moses' teachings prophesied up to the time of John. If you are willing to accept their message, John is the Elijah who was to come. Let the person who has ears listen. How can I describe the people who are living now? They're like children who sit in the marketplaces and shout to other children, We played music for you, but you didn't dance. We sang a funeral song, but you didn't show any sadness. John came neither eating nor drinking, and people say there's a demon in him. The Son of Man came eating and drinking, and people say, Look at him. He's a glutton and a drunk, a friend of tax collectors and sinners. Yet wisdom is proved right by its actions. Then Jesus denounced the cities where he'd worked most of his miracles because they had not changed the way they thought they acted. How horrible it will be for you, Chorazin. How horrible it will be for you, Bethsaida. If the miracles worked in you had been worked in Tyre and Sidon, they would have changed the way they thought and acted long ago in sackcloth and ashes. I can guarantee that judgment day will be better for Tyre and Sidon than for you. And you, Capernaum, will you be lifted to heaven? No, you will go down to hell. If the miracles that had been worked in you had been worked in Sodom, it would still be there today. I can guarantee you that judgment day will be better for Sodom than for you. At that time Jesus said, I praise you, Father, Lord of heaven and earth, for hiding these things from wise and intelligent people and revealing them to little children. Yes, Father, this is what pleased you. My Father has turned everything over to me. Only the Father knows the Son, and no one knows the Father except the Son and those to whom the Son is willing to reveal him. Come to me. All who are tired from carrying heavy loads, and I will give you rest. Place my yoke over your shoulders and learn from me, because I am gentle and humble. Then you will find rest for yourselves, because my yoke is easy and my burden is light. Psalm 55 For the choir director, on stringed instruments, a masculine of David. Open your ears to my prayer, O God. Do not hide from my plea of mercy. Pay attention to me and answer me. My thoughts are restless and I am confused because my enemy shouts at me and a wicked person persecutes me. They bring misery crashing down on me and they attack me out of anger. My heart is in turmoil. The terrors of death have seized me. Fear and trembling have overcome me. Horror has overwhelmed me. I said, if I only had wings like a dove, I would fly away and find rest. Indeed, I would run far away. I would stay in the desert cellar. I would hurry to find shelter from the raging wind and storm. Completely confuse their language, O Lord, because I see violence and conflict in the city. Day and night they go round on top of the city walls. Trouble and misery are everywhere. Destruction is everywhere. Oppression and fraud never leave the streets. If an enemy had insulted me, then I could bear it. If someone who hated me had attacked me, then I could hide from him. But it is you, my equal, my best friend, one I knew so well. We used to talk to each other in complete confidence. 
and walk into God's house with the festival crowds. Let death suddenly take wicked people. Let them go into the grave while they are still alive, because evil lives in their homes as well as in their hearts. But I call on God, and the Lord saves me. Morning, noon, and night I complain and groan, and he listens to my voice. With his peace he will rescue my soul from the war waged against me, because there are many soldiers fighting against me. God will listen. The one who has sat enthroned from the heaven will deal with them, Selah. They never change, they never fear God. My best friend has betrayed his friends, he has broken his solemn promise. His speech is smoother than butter, but there is war in his heart. His words are more soothing than oil, but they are like swords ready to attack. Turn your burdens over to the Lord, and he will take care of you. He will never let the righteous person stumble. But you, O God, will throw wicked people into the deepest pit. Bloodthirsty and deceitful people will not live out half their days. But I will trust you. We're going to have our second piece of music just to give us some time to think about the bits of scripture that have caught our attention. And after music, we'll say our prayers for the day and the time of the year.
Before we say our prayers for the day and the time of the year, just a reminder that if you'd like us to pray for you, drop us a line through the usual channels. Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, email. Check the show notes for all the contact details. There are links there. If you click it, it'll take you to wherever you need to go. But let's start today's prayer with our prayer for the day. If I can do some good today, if I can serve along life's way, if I can something helpful say, Lord, show me how. If I can right a human wrong, if I can help to make one strong, if I can cheer with smile or song, Lord, show me how. If I can aid one in distress, and if I can make a burden less, if I can spread more happiness, today, Lord, show me how. Amen. Our prayer for the time of the year. Loving God, give me courage, for perhaps I lack it more than anything else. I need courage before men against their threats and against their seductions. I need courage to bear unkindness, mockery and contradiction. I need courage to fight against evil, against terrors and troubles, temptations, attractions, darkness and false lights, against tears, depression and above all, fear. I need your help, loving God. Strengthen me with your love and your grace. Console me with your blessed presence and grant me the courage to persevere until I am with you forever in heaven. Lord, we ask you humbly to help us today. Amen. We say together the prayer that Jesus taught his disciples. Our Father in heaven, hallowed be your name. Your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us today our daily bread and forgive us our sins as we forgive those who sin against us. Lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For the kingdom, the power and the glory are yours, now and forever. Amen. And the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with us and remain with us now and forevermore. Go in peace to love and serve the Lord.